Hey, and welcome back. It's Nino again. Let's just get right into it. Today is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's something that never, ever leaves my, you know, the forefront of my mind. And when it fades or it kind of varies day to day, I have to check myself often. And I think that's very uh, going to be a, a sort of a hallmark of this whole discussion today is about checking oneself. It's about really thinking about what you're doing uh, and why where your intent is at. Now let's, let's, uh, let's frame this in a way you can understand. Cause I have, I'm not being clear, obviously. I want to talk about your character when it comes to not just being an artist, but being a person, but how it relates to being an artist. Character is something that's thrown around a lot. That term is thrown around a whole lot. Um, and people say, dear, this person has no character or sudden such builds character. That's another thing you hear, but I think there's a lot of things that are, um, overlooked and misunderstood when it comes to character. And the main, the main point that I want to make today that we'll discuss a little bit um, is about holding yourself accountable to your character, because at the end of the day, that's kind of what it's about. You may have heard the term that says character is what you do when no one's watching or said another way, doing the right thing when no one's watching or there's no reward. No one's going to notice. No one's going to pat you on the back for doing the right thing. You just do it, right? Yeah, that's true. But take that a little further. What is it that really saying? And that's saying that you are accountable to yourself. And that sort of self-accountability is where most of us fail. And the reason I can say most of us, if not all of us, confidently is because I do. I'm not perfect. Um, I like to think that I'm very, very moral. But at the same time, that's not to say that my character hasn't, let's call it crumbled a little bit at times. I think all of us can say that with some, you know, some honesty, if we're willing to do it, we can, we can see that in ourselves. Here again, a, a, um, a degradation of character does not mean that you become this hyper immoral, um, you know, malicious person suddenly, but it can happen. So when we have that self accountability, there's the first thing that happens, and this is this is the hardest part to accept. The first thing that happens when it comes to self-accountability is that we are more than capable as humans of lying to ourselves. And we can do that not just in our, again, moral, you know, sort of priorities, but also in our artwork and what we're creating, what we're putting out to the world. What's important to us as an artist to create? What is our motivation? What is our intent? We can't lie to ourselves on that. Even with all the best intentions, we, we can do that. So how do we, how do we, first of all, okay, let's just go back a step here. Instead of fixing it yet, Nino, let's talk about it, acknowledging it. How do we notice when we're doing that? How do we notice when we're being uh, disingenuous with, in, you know, with our own character, with our own honesty about ourselves? Well, it's not an issue of noticing because you always notice it. You do. It's an issue of stopping and taking action the minute you notice. There's always going to be a justification or a reason or an excuse, something that's going to make you think, and eh, it's okay, this is fine right now. It's no big deal. No one will know. It's not hurting anybody. Ah, who cares? Ah, I don't want to overthink this. Well, next time I'll do X, Y, Z. Right now, it's the, no. Uh-uh. It's that action right that moment, which often is the most difficult time to do it. You acknowledge and you realize, because like I said, you notice you notice when you have a character degradation about something that's something that has to do with your own values that you, you know, purportedly 
claim or your thing and, and you espouse the idea of your values all the time, perhaps to people, or you simply believe it in your head. And then when that falls and it's starting to be, you know, a little bit questionable, kind of crumbles a little bit, you know, you always know. So acknowledging is step one, and that's fine because you're always going to know that, 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 that tingle, if you will, that feeling inside you is very obvious. The harder part is taking action and you really should do it immediately. So let's, uh, let's go through some examples. Let's say as an artist, especially in the modern era, recording this currently in April, 2023, in the modern era, as an artist, a visual artist, uh, or even musician as well. I mean, I, I do that too. You are creating art to be consumed, which is a very odd term, but that's basically it. You're putting your art out there. And what am I mean by out there? The internet. That's the number one vessel and channel to get artwork uh, viewed, heard, experienced, etc. Certainly not the only one, but it's the main one. It's certainly the most accessible one that kind of reduces, significantly reduces the barrier of entry in terms of an artist getting their work out there. So the internet. We're putting work on the internet. Now, the internet is the kind of place where, you know, <laughs> it's fair to say, leave your character at the door when entering. The internet is a lovely and beautiful wild west of chaos. Uh, very little oversight, if not none at all. Um, and it's not hard at all to fall into the corruption of so many things. And I don't just mean like the dark web guys and, and, and ordering bags of cocaine from South America. I mean like simple things like allowing social media to consume you and letting it take over who you are, take over all your alleged priorities. And as much as you might, you know, declare that you don't and, and claim that it's not a big deal to you and it's not real life, it ends up consuming you. You're now creating art at times for the sole purpose of social media. You're now motivated to become better at your art again for social media. And to be clear, we cannot and should not ever blame the technology or the platform. If your art is terrible, you can't blame your tools. If you are getting consumed by the social and psychological aspect of social media, that is not the platform's fault. At its core, things like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all that. At its core, these are not inherently bad things. How humans have leveraged it and how other humans have kind of uh, stoked the fire, if you will. That is, those who run the social platforms witness our behavior, track our behavior, and, you know, analyze it, and then determine what's the best way to influence our behavior for their financial gain, for their revenue. And that mostly has to do with just keeping you active, because if you're active, that makes their platforms seen. If their platforms are seen, advertising is delivering, and if advertising is delivering, they're probably making money, right? So there is some, you can call it a sinister aspect to it all, but it's also just commerce. It's also big business. That's how it works. If you yourself ran a social media platform, you would have the same concerns and the same priorities. However, the technological platform in and of itself, and even the idea of those who run it and develop it, those who market it, trying to get you to be active, none of that is inherently wrong. What's happened is, as a society, is that too many of us have moved into it to the point where, let me state this in a slightly different way, because saying that we've all been putting too much of a priority on social media is not a new point. This is a decade old point, at least. Um, and it's been said and stated and analyzed and written about 
untold amount of times. What I want to say is that we are now past that point. We are now past the point where we have to go, hey, social media is taking over. We should not allow it. Forget that. It's done. It's happened. Social media has kind of uh, reformatted society and how it works and functions in a lot of ways. So that's where we're at. And it's not unlike radio or television, other technologies that change how we think. The telephone, okay? We look at that and we go, well, it didn't change it as much. Okay, I get it. Scale and the, you know, scale in every direction, uh, the amount of technology out there, how fast the technology has improved and advanced, um, and the scale, how how it spreads, right? Yes, it's uh, exponentially more than the advancement of the telephone or the radio or or the railroad, hell. I get that it's a lot more. It is. It's not exactly the same comparison. However, we are now in a new technology where the good aspects of social media and the bad aspects are, are fused together and there's nothing we can do about it. So we need to now accept, not get off social media, it's useless. Not so much. It's change your mindset and understand what is your real intent? Are you really focused on you? If you're old enough, do you remember life before the internet? Do you remember that? world? What motivated you? What was your motivation? What got you out of bed every day? What made you create your art? What made you pick up the guitar? What made you write whatever you were writing before the internet? If you can't remember that because of your age, it might be a little bit strange to you. It might be a little esoteric. Well, how do people know? Well, technology gives us a illusion, an illusion of how we're supposed to do things, how we're supposed to deliver things, how we're supposed to create things. Never mind the whole AI art, AI production, AI music that's happening in, in recent times. We have a, a, a kind of a, I wouldn't say a diluted view of how we create art, but we have an overwhelming view of how art is created and delivered and consumed. But at the end of the day, art comes from you. It's from you to the creation of the art, regardless of the technology that you use. That relationship of you to the art has nothing to do with social media or the telephone or the railroad. You to the art, regardless of the format that you're using. That relationship is where you need to check yourself. Are you being like, not just morally honest, but are you being creatively honest with yourself? What's your motivation? I think sincerity in, in one's intent is paramount to everything. But keep in mind that with that statement, it means that you can also have an intent of being popular or being rich. That is your goal. That is your intent. And that's why you create your art. That to most people would argue that that's not the most moral sounding goal. <laughs> it sounds like it's a corruption and it very well could be. And it certainly can easily become a corruption. But I think if you have a sincerity to your goal, you're going to probably have a better chance of getting there. You don't necessarily have to be, um, you know, so dedicated and, and moved by your own artwork that money doesn't matter. And all you want to do is create art for the sole creation of art at the sacrifice and detriment of everything else. You can be that artist if that is what moves your soul. If that's how you feel better about making your art, do that. Do that. I know that feeling. And if you want to be the type of artist that says, I want to make a lot of money and become famous, do that. As long as you're doing it with sincerity. See, when you flip those, it doesn't work. If you're trying to be famous and rich and that's your goal, 
but you're trying to present yourself as someone who only cares about the art creation itself and money does not matter, you're going to be unsatisfied and you're not going to be working towards your goal of becoming rich and famous. If you want to be the kind of artist who just wants to make the art, the rich and fame stuff doesn't move you, doesn't inspire you. Well, don't pretend that you are. You get where I'm going with this? You can't escape either one, can you? You have to have some of both, whether it's a 90-10 split or a 50-50 split down the middle. You can't escape both if you want to be an artist. And that's the hard part. And that's where we lose our sincerity. That's where it breaks down. We don't know where our split is. We don't know when to leverage the motivation to create art for the sake of art and when to try to make the career, try to make a living. It's not always obvious anyway. It's easy when you're A or Z. Time is also a big aspect of it. And that sounds like token and trivial. Yeah, give it time. Time heals everything, blah, blah, blah. Whatever your challenges are, give it time. Yeah, kind of. What I'm trying to say is you're experiencing something and trying to do something. Has It's very interesting how it evolves. Um, I'm fascinated with people in their, like, for example, in their 70s or their 80s who've been doing some discipline for their whole life. They have such a different outlook. I, uh, an oil painter who's 79 years old who's been painting since she was 13. They look at oil painting in a way that I can never understand until I'm that age. And assuming I did oil painting. When you get to a certain age, a certain amount of experience, regardless of the age, priorities shift in a different way, in a beautiful way, if done properly. Things that when you were younger, you thought, or when you first started, things that you thought, I will never stop doing this ever. I am so excited. I'm so motivated. Over time, you don't lose the excitement. You don't lose the excitement about it. You think it's cool, but you've evolved in a different level. You've evolved to a different place and a different space in your mind. And not only have you tried lots of other things, you're excited about that, but you don't need to sacrifice everything, everything else to the detriment of what that process is, the creation or whatever, that specific way of doing something. This is why musicians tend to, you know, mellow out in their later years, etc. When time, you'll start to understand kind of where your intent is because you've leveraged various type of intent and, and motivations and have succeeded or failed with them. You kind of understand. But when you're newer to the, to the art, to the process, when you're younger, it's not always clear. So I urge you and I challenge you to really explore what your intent is and your sincerity behind it and to check yourself when it comes to your character. Because a lot of times people will walk the walk and talk the talk that's not what they want to be doing. Okay. They say the right things around their peers and it's not about malicious, you know, um, I don't know. It's not about, it's not about lying, but it's also not about trying to lying sounds such so harsh, but it's not about trying to misrepresent yourself a little bit with the best intentions of, well, I'll get there. I'm just going to fake it till I make it, or I'm going to say the right things amongst my peers. Saying the right things and doing the right things are very different. And whatever is right to you can be very different to everyone else, of course. So what happens is when you try to present to yourself a motivation behind the creation of your art and how you're living your life for it, when you present yourself something that's not accurate to what you really are, whatever the reasons are, um, 
not only are you going to cause a problem internally with yourself, which you'll struggle with forever, but you're also doing a discredit to the art in general. You're doing a discredit to your peers. You're doing a discredit to anyone you might collaborate with. There's another saying that says something to the effect of, um, I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for who I am not. Very, very important to remember that. If you are not inherently um, generous and kind-hearted, for example, you just it's fine. It's okay if you're not. And the reason why I say it's okay is because you got to be yourself. But if you're not inherently generous and kind-hearted, then maybe you're, I'm not saying you're a flat-out misanthrope. I'm just saying that somehow or another, you're not the kindest and generous person in the world. And that's just who you are. Trying to pretend that you are all the time or sell yourself as that is, is absolutely going to blow up. So if you're just kind of an asshole personality, but you're not physically harming people, stealing things, manipulating and lying and cheating things out of people, but you're just kind of an asshole, be an asshole. Don't pretend that you're not. And don't try to sell yourself that you're not to others. Whether it's, you know, just people who consume your art, friends and family, uh, people you're in relationships with, people who um, you collaborate with, be yourself. And if you are, for example, the opposite of a badass asshole, let's say you're uh, very sensitive. You are sensitive. You can't help it. That's how you're wired. You're sensitive and you're, um, you're kind, but at the same time, probably to a fault. And there's a lot of anxiety in social engagement because of how sensitive you tend to be. You don't always want to be, but you are. Well, be that. Be the kind and sensitive, overly sensitive, whatever. The asshole makes no apologies for being an asshole, so you should be who you are. Because being sincerely who you are in a... In a if, if you're... How do I put this? Um, when you're authentically who you are, which we throw that around, that term around a lot, authentic, authenticity. When you're authentically who you are, what you have, at the very least you've removed the mask of deception. And in, 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 I don't care how simple it may seem. You've removed the mask of deception in yourself. And that's very important because you can become bitter and hateful of yourself and the world and the life that you're trying to live when you're not sincere with yourself, when you're not authentic with yourself. And then that comes out and you start hurting people. You do because you, you become so bitter and you feel like you're fighting a constant fight because you're pretending to be something you're not. You're not sincerely creating the art the way you want to. You're not authentically being the person that you are, the artist that you want to be. And eventually that bitterness will come out, right? That's why I think I read the other day that said, um, if, uh, if you don't lose your shit, the shit will build up and then it will explode and there'll be shit all over everybody. Yeah. Every now and then, you know, you have to lose your shit if that's just what you're going to do. And you have to be authentically yourself. Now, how that mix and matches with other people is a different discussion. <laughs> if you're a sensitive type, an analytical type, a very quiet type, very eccentric and outgoing type, um, if you're a bit of an asshole, if you're uh, you know wild and reckless, if this is who you sincerely are and who you sincerely are happens to be kind of a, I don't know, kind of a prototypical overly saturated personality in some manner, more than likely, you're going to have some issues. Uh, be you know your personality, your 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 whole purpose, your whole existence could be deemed abrasive by someone who's the opposite or not close enough, not similar enough. This is just human nature. That's who we are. Um, but if you're still authentically yourself, you're not going to fight against yourself, and if you're not going to fight against yourself, 
you're going to do better off in everything that you do, especially when it comes to creating your art. Because we don't lose, we don't have character degradation from just bad choices. Yeah, that's part of it. But we, we get temptation and things like that. But we have character degradation when we beat ourselves up and put ourselves in a corner, put ourselves in a hole. We put the noose around our own neck and tighten it down. And then we wonder why we're bitter and angry. And then when we get angry and when we react badly and we do something that we shouldn't, it doesn't have to be violent. It just has to be a decision that you probably wouldn't have done if you didn't put yourself in a high pressure situation. And a lot of times that high pressure situation is not being authentic to yourself, especially in the creation of art. You do not have to create art that someone else wants you to create. You do not have to be the person that someone else wants you to be. In my opinion, you have to be decent to other humans the way you want to be treated. That's it. And you need to find your people, as it were, your tribe, and all kinds of terms that people say. There are people out there for you, no matter how you are, okay? If you are a horrible human being who literally hurts and steals and cheats and damages other people, then that's a problem and you need to check yourself. I think that's universally considered a problem. But if your personality and your goals and the way you create art and the, the vision and values that you have, the way you live your life are considered abrasive by someone else, well, are you being sincere? And are you not trying to hurt someone? Those are easy uh, questions to ask and very difficult answers to find because initially you're going to be defensive and say, absolutely, I'm not hurting anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm just speaking the truth. Well, your harsh truth and your blunt truth is often just, you know, you're misguided. Okay. Sometimes your blunt truth is possibly just you wanting to get out your rage. And sometimes your blunt truth is exactly how it needs to be. But have you considered, like I've also read and seen, have you considered instead of blunt truth, maybe have productive truth, maybe have profound truth or actually sincere ones? You know? It's okay to be who you are. It's okay to be who you are. As long as you're trying to make yourself understand yourself better, trying to grow and evolve in a reasonable, logical way. In other words, are you doing something to help your life? Are you becoming better in some manner without stomping on other faces, without hurting other people? And even if you're not stomping and doing any other type of, you know, <laughs> violent sounding thing, are you deceiving others? Are you leading people in the wrong direction? Are you leading yourself in the wrong direction? Are you deceiving yourself? These are things that we consider to be a lack of character and they're often based on, well, every negative feeling, which you notice I haven't talked about too much uh, in this in this uh, episode. I'm not here to talk about you know fear and intimidation and all the other negatives right now. I just want you to be able to take that moment when you recognize that something has gone wrong that you are questioning your own character, that you feel like you're going against your own values, you're going, you're, you're, you're going against something that you claim and say and believe that should be the way. And now you're not doing that. Well, as soon as that feels weird, act on it. Act on it. Make decisions. Set boundaries. Move on from, from jobs or from projects or from family members or relationships or friends. Take action when you know yeah, this is against me, who I am. This is not who I am. And it's okay. You don't have to sever from people or things or or drop ideas like aggressively. You can just be like, no, this is not me. This is not who I authentically am. It was a nice idea, but no, I, I'm going to move on because I know better about myself. 
explore yourself, find yourself, be yourself, and then set those boundaries and find out authentically, sincerely, what you really want to do. Don't bottle it up. Don't pretend. Because, see, full tilt this is my final message as I wrap this up. Full tilt deception, pretending that you're someone you're not, lying about your name, where you come from, how old you are, what your intentions are. Full tilt deception, con artist type stuff, notwithstanding. That's a bit extreme. But you can mislead people. You can mislead people with your intent and what you want to do. You may not be the artist you think you are, but you might be a different artist. You may not be, you know, the most open-minded, analytical, wise person that you find your, you know, find yourself believing you are. You may not. You might be something else. But whatever you do, don't hold it in and don't pretend. Explore that. Take action on those feelings. When they don't feel right. Take some sort of action. Be smart about it, but take some sort of action. You don't want to keep bottling things in over and over and over until they explode. And then you go so against your character because you're responding to your own doing, to your own mistakes. You're responding to your own self-abuse and then you abuse others. It's not worth it. You're worth much more than that. And you're here on this planet, in this existence, in this realm for bigger things than self-abuse that then damaged others.